today so that's a positive yeah what are you doing different um don't know i think i think my my skype just had a glitch or something i don't know not really any magical glitch yeah what's jumping off the twitter page for you you know i've confessed to being a uh political junkie and it's just it's all it's that's my whole page and there's so much to scathe about today, right? I mean, everything on there is uh, very passionate, we'll say, to put it maybe nicely. You know, there's, there's, there's so much. Uh, the um, Iranians capturing our soldiers and holding them for 24 hours and photographing them with their hands behind their head and videotaping apologies and um, all that kind of stuff down to the... GOP debates and lots of stuff. All I see in my top feed, Michelle from Tennessee, is Bill Clinton with a hot brunette on his shoulder. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. That's really what you see? That's from funny. Buzz, it's from this thing called Buzz Lamp. Buzz. Oh, okay. Uh, and it says, these images that caught the world off guard and shocked everyone. So Bill Clinton out schmoozing with a hot girl. That's not well, too shocking. I'm I'm a little shocked, honestly. And then for me, it's uh, Chip Kelly. You know who Chip Kelly is? Uh, refresh my memory. The name's familiar. He's a football coach. He just got fired by the Philadelphia Eagles, and he just got hired by the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, there, there's there's a couple of different. I saw a couple of different, just in searching, a couple of different uh, uh, athletic things like that coming up, but I'm not, you know, I mean, unfortunately I don't, I don't follow that stuff as much as you do. Does that stuff, was it anything interesting about it? No, he's just a, he's just kind of a run and gun type wild open, different football coach. He coached Oregon where they have a pretty wide open offense. They would always score like 50 points a game. Right. But um, on my feed, I also see Ben Carson. So I'm not as much of a political junkie as you. So what? Which, which one of your political scathing tweets is the hottest one for you? Well, the the top one is, uh, well, the most scathing by far is, um, I don't know if you watched the debate last night. Of course, I was glued. But um, there's a hashtag New York values and evidently Ted Cruz made a statement that was uh, considered derogatory toward New Yorkers. And it's really gotten people pretty upset and uh, they're tweeting back about what their New York values actually are. So that was, what was scathing? What did he say? Um, he said he he made a reference to to something Donald Trump had said or did about how that was like Donald Trump's New York values 
in a negative way. Like, you know, well, of course, that's his New York values. And so they asked him to clarify that last night, what he meant by that. And he's like, well, I think you know what I mean. I don't know that I know the exact insult of it either, but I'm just telling you that I saw that people have really responded to it by putting up uh, the flag of uh, the Mets uh, and just everything good about New York so that they Cruz, see they've Cruz certainly taken it. using New York as a derogatory term is the insult. Just wait a minute. We got a lot of great things in New York. Don't say Exactly. It. Okay. Well, Michelle, fuck Twitter. I realize if I just drink whiskey and eat popcorn and watch a pirated movie, I can get an endless stream of topics. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. I watched Revenant last night, kind of tired and just turned it on and couldn't stop watching it. But um, it's a really good movie. Have you seen it? I have never even heard of it. Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Uh, Revenant, you haven't heard of it? Like, one, I don't didn't think it win so. some stuff? No. Uh, it's about him surviving in the wild in the trapper days of like the 1800s and the bear attacks him. Oh, okay. Maybe I have. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, he's being chased by uh, some Indians because. Of an Indian tribal lead, leader got his daughter kidnapped by some French trappers. And Leonardo mm-hmm. was a French trapper, I think. And he actually, Leonardo has a son who's an Indian. So he must have had a wife who was an Indian. So um, it's this whole story of survival and power and, uh, and order, like order of uh, strength, taking advantage of weaker people, like mm-hmm. men over women and rich over poor and people with status over people with no status and so it's really really good it's like it's just survival by like his last drop of water um he finds he's starving to death and he finds a carcass and it's just bones he breaks the bones looking for the marrow inside and it was set like way back right yeah he's a trapper in like the 1800s yeah yeah i i just I just pulled it up and it looks like it's gotten really good reviews like between 8.1 or 7, 7.7 to like 8.3 all across the board. Metacritic, Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb, everything. So you feel cold watching because it's mostly winter time. He's mm-hmm. a trapper in the snow in the winter and he's like freezing cold and his bears mauling him in the ground in the snow and mm. he's freezing cold and he's looking for a campfire and he makes a fire and you just feel warm when you see the fire spark up just in your living room. You know, you feel better that you see like, oh, good. I'm glad he got the fire. <laughs> and then he's then he lives off the memory of his of his loved one. Like it, like that keeps him going. And the vengeance like he's driven by vengeance. It's all, all this currency that he uses to stay alive to uh not just say screw it. I'm, I'm mauled by a bear. I'm starving. I'm freezing. But all these people are after <laughs> me. Um, so it, it's almost like uh, I think one point they even say in there that God is a squirrel that I ate. <laughs> like God is survival. God is like just keeping one more minute alive. You know. You know, I have to say something about Leonardo DiCaprio, and it was the same, exactly the same thing that I felt about Brad Pitt. Um, Years and years ago, when they first came on the scene, they're just like these, you know, they're just, I I don't like the term pretty boy, but that's kind of what they were. They were just like these really good looking guys, right? That just showed up and you think, okay, they're there because of their looks. And both of them have, they, they are just 
have turned into incredible actors of our time. And I'm so impressed. Um, Leonardo Dica uh, DiCaprio in Catch Me If You Can. I'm sure you saw that. I mean, it was he was brilliant in that. Um, I didn't like Gatsby so much. I liked the older one better because I just did. But even in that, I mean, you you really believe he is who he who he is portraying. And I'm really glad that you talked about that movie because I definitely want to see that now. That's definitely going down on my must, must yeah, watch Yeah, and he's list. definitely not a pretty boy in this one because he's like beating the hell, beating out of him. He's all scarred up and he's got a beard and he's dirty and scraggly. And so he Have is, you ever seen Brad Pitt do that though? Brad Pitt does that and he does his best to look bad and he can't. It's like they could like dip him in tar or something and still his prettiness just shines through. It's 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 unbelievable how he does that. Yeah, but you don't think about Leo that way in this movie at all. Yeah. So this movie had some medical questions. I think I tweeted you or whatever, sent you a message. Like, can you live on just meat? That all they do, all they eat, all they Absolutely ate back then, funny. just meat. Yeah, funny you should say that. There's... um. Along with this uh, nutrition thing that that uh, we've been trying out, there are groups. They're called, I think they're called ketogens for the most part. And they pretty much eat meat and drink water. And it's pretty much red meat and drink water. And these people, unless they're making it up, which I got no reason to think they would, have survived years on that. They talk about how it simplifies everything in their life. They go to the store and they buy like like sides of beef, literally come home every day. They cook meat and they drink water and that's it. That's what they live on. So, yes, you you evidently can. That's, but um, that's, that's about all they ate in this movie. The yeah. other thing they did that was medic a medical question was... Um, he has all these wounds with their bleeding and stuff, so he just puts gunpowder and lights it and like whoosh, like cauterizes it all. Mm -hmm. um, and I've seen that in other movies too, where they just throw like gunpowder into a wound, not by not even lighting it, just to just to plug it up. Mm -hmm. And I didn't I didn't know if that was believable medically or not. Um, you know, I I honestly couldn't say. I mean, I know we didn't do that very much when I practiced nursing. No, didn't pour gunpowder from you. No, no, that didn't happen a lot. So I don't, I don't know about that one. I'm gonna have to just bow out of that one. Okay, well, um, that was just it, my theme from that movie: just finding ways to survive by not feeling alone. Like even though he was alone, he had the memories, and he thought, like, my next drop of water, my next food, my next piece of vengeance will keep me going. And where was it set? In what? Country? Somewhere in North America, somewhere in was the it? U.S., I think, North America, where okay. Indians are. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's pretty cool. I'm glad somebody won the lottery. That was a boring topic. You think about it, the more you think about that Powerball, it's pretty boring. Like, oh, what would you do? Everybody's already answered all those questions. I'm glad it didn't roll over again and reach top Twitter Twitter trends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it was kind of fun. Me and the and the girls really had a good time thinking what could we do with it and stuff like that. So, but I mean, not not necessarily to tweet it and tell the world, but it certainly brought up some really interesting conversations between me and my daughters and the things that they find of value 
So I, I really enjoyed hearing that. They're, they're charitable ideas, even, even at a young age and how different it might be for them than it would be for me at my age. So th that was pretty interesting to me. So I completely agree with you. I was glad that it was one. One of the couples, the Tennessee couple came, uh, came public, I think, on the Today Show today. Oh God! So when it was it's the same freaking story. I would stay private. Nobody cares about your stupid. Oh. Uh, I, don't I hate think it. They let you do they? Do they let yeah, you? You can, can stay you private. What do you mean they don't let you? I don't know. I thought it was like a public thing. If you make it, it is. But you don't have to go on a Today Show. Oh well, no, no. But I thought that the winner was public. I thought the name of it, but I could certainly be wrong. Well, maybe they have to. Maybe they there's some provision where you have to tell your name, but you don't have to go out in front of anybody. Well, I, I bet you don't have to tell your name, though. I, I don't think that is part of it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I kind of was thinking that, but I could certainly be wrong. I would not go in front of one camera or tell one newspaper or anything. I would just be quiet about it. Would you tell on the podcast, though? Yeah, maybe. Okay. I mean, I'd talk about it because it's a part of my life, but I wouldn't want to gloat and celebrate and put go on the news and uh i hate that yeah but i mean i was you know they had said that no one had even came forward yet and what i'm picturing right is, is these people who don't know they've won right they've got these tickets stuffed in the pants pockets or something and they don't realize they've won is well, what i don't I've know got that maybe no, they no, won no. maybe they won and they're exactly like i just said they don't want anyone to know they're talking to a lawyer they're planning what to do absolutely but i'm a worrier and i'm a worrier who's had a little bit too much coffee today so i'm really worried about them like losing the ticket because they don't know oh and i just God. really want them to you know to to get out there and do it on a positive note, it's Wikipedia's 15th birthday today. Why is so, that a positive note? Well, because at least it's happier than, you know, than fighting bears and uh, negative New York tweets, right? I'm calling the Revenant a celebratory movie, though. It's pretty brutal, but he's sees a way to survive. It, it really makes you feel like, wow, I, my little problems are nothing. It's a, it's a good movie in that sense. I'm excited about it. That's why, I'm I mean, Powerball's stupid. <laughs> it's only stupid because we didn't win. Well, there's no achievement. There's no There's no personal conquering of anything. It's just blind luck. Yeah, you're you're always um, kind of about that. And, and, and I really appreciate that. And I agree with you on so many levels. And at the same time, you know, I mean, I don't mind when the skies open up and a ray falls down on me through nothing I've done or anything either. I'll I'll take it. So I'm just really happy for these people. And um, well, I don't you'll think take it, it. You'll accept it. But there's no there's no reason to celebrate it. Really, it's not really anything to be that proud of. Except for all the good you could do in the world, and you really could do a lot of good in the world. Yeah, I, I think you could, but even then, that's just transferring some good fortune you got to other people. Right. My thought was that we see the things we see in movies, and I just said this in a different way, but the things we see in movies as valuable is the message we need to see. Like yesterday, watching The Revenant kind of reflected my day. Like I saw some things in there that I needed to see, so I so I found them very important. And if I hadn't had the day I had that day, 
and watched Revenant, I might have just seen, wow, that's a cool adventure movie. This guy Trapper is out surviving in the cold. Call the you know, call the wild <laughs> um movie. But it was more than that to me because I needed to see those things. And then I also had the thought that the best thing in any network, like a friendship, or an army, uh, a relationship, like whatever, the best thing any network offers its members is not any strategy, but courage, like the, the ability to keep going. Like maybe um, you're changing your life to get a better job. I support that. You know, that's courage. That's giving somebody help, not strategy not like well what you should do is go to the junior college and take the 303 level class and it doesn't matter it's the courage it's the support like the emotional support um yeah absolutely absolutely it's it's um it's helping people in whatever way they might need at the time to realize their own potential i mean what what could be better than that for somebody and then related to some of this other stuff, you know, like the closest thing to intimacy is not attraction, but understanding. Like, I understand you're trying to make your life better. I understand your time was important and I feel, I feel it's valuable to you. And if I cause that to not be valuable, I understand that it, it's hurtful to you. Like understanding is way more important than attraction. Oh, sure. Sure. I agree with that. So anyway, that's what I kind of got out of the movies, the guy who finds ways to not feel alone he survived by not feeling alone because he found those things important and then i found that value in the movie by watching it that's that's pretty cool don't you think a lot of times that stuff like that is um revealed to you maybe when you're ready for it i really do believe that that we're able to see things um yeah, in, that's exactly what I just yeah, said. That all yeah. we see in movies in value is the message we need to see. Yeah, I think that's that that's really cool. And maybe not just in movies, but in everything. We need we get the message sure. we need from we get the message by what we need to see. I went to um Starbucks a while ago. It's been a few weeks ago. And you know me, right? I mean, you know, I'm I'm really like this germaphobe and it's really bad and it's embarrassing. And so I went in and I ordered my coffee and I was behind this this guy, Suma Dad and his two young daughters, and they ordered coffee. And then we had to wait. You know, you stand in there and you wait for them to call your name. So they called the person's name in front of me, one of the little girls. And the little girl, she's a tween, you know, somewhere around in there, I would guess, her age. And she goes running up and she gets two drinks and she picks them up and she's got her hands all over the top of it and she's opening it up and smelling it and all this kind of stuff. And then she realizes that it's not their drink. It was actually my drink. And she has literally like opened it and sniffed it and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And um, and then she's so happy. She's so happy that she realized it was my drink and she brings it over to me and hands it to me. And I was like, <laughs> I, it was the sweetest thing you've ever seen. And the dad was just, he was literally laughing. It was so, because it was so bad. But how could you say anything to this little girl, right? So what'd you do? Backhander? Get that. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, please slap it out of her hand. I took the coffee and I left because... Did you drink it? 
Um, I, I came home and I took the lid off of it and I poured it in another because I was coming home anyway and I poured it in another cup and I, I did drink it. Oh, it's but, not going to kill you. I know, I, but I couldn't drink it out of that lid because literally she had had like her, you know, her little grimy hands all over the lid and everything. And it, it was really bad. No, but, um, but some people would really react negatively to that. And I just thought it, something about that really touched me. I mean, I'm not giving myself kudos. That's, that's not at all what I mean. But I just think that in situations where, where life offers you a chance to be kind, it just really felt deeply to me that that was something I should be really kind about. And I made, you know, kind of like made a big deal out of her bringing me the coffee and everything. And she was just so happy and her day went on. And so that's not exactly what you were talking about, I realize. But I do think things come to us like that, and we're given opportunities to see things and be helpful or or not. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if somebody's kind to you, you should always kind of accelerate it, let, let it flourish and not... Yeah. It, it truly... It, all I could think about was if my daughters had been there, it would have been like a, you know, laugh till you can't breathe kind of thing because they know how i'm just i'm I'm just so bad about about stuff like well, you that. know that starbucks lady put her hands all over it when she put the lid on it and- oh absolutely and there's no telling how many people handled the lids before and everything like that i just didn't see it you know you it's it's ridiculous and i know how ridiculous i am but it was just the the whole thing was just so sweet on this little kid's part but even her dad knew how bad it was how much she was like all in my food so or drink and it was it was just so funny it was really really a funny situation did the barista see it um yeah they did they didn't offer to like redo it they didn't but i mean um i know they would have if i'd have said anything you know but i mean well they should have offered without you having to say but that would have ruined the moment too right that would have hurt her feelings and it was just such a sweet thing because she was so happy and i just i just thought that was a really it was it was one of those interactions you have in life that you don't anticipate in any way that turns out to be a really sweet thing that i'm gonna you know carry with me for a little bit because you're gonna carry that typhoid with you a little bit Oh, don't say that. You heard, right? The Who just came on and said that um, Ebola has been eradicated, right? And then that was like yesterday or day before. I mean, literally, like in the last few days. And now there's a new Ebola case in Sierra Leone. All right, Michelle, all I can say is don't go to Starbucks in Sierra Leone. You'll be fine. I'm just trying to share I'm going to spend two freaking hours editing this podcast now. Okay, sorry. All right, Michelle, we'll have a great weekend. Okay, you too. This is the West Coast Project Podcast for Skating Tweets for January 15th, Friday. Okay. Uh, Catch me at Skating Tweets and at Michelle from TN, and we'll talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.